All right, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag. I am your host, Andrew. I am a hardcore gamer. And I'm one of your co-hosts, Keith. I'm an experienced gamer. And I'm Liz the Noob. All right, and today we are covering the game We Happy Few, which was a pick from Liz, uh, which currently sits at a Metascore critic of 64. So just real quick, do you guys agree with the score? Would you rate it higher? Would you rate it lower? Because for me personally... I probably would have rated it lower. I probably would have given this game probably about a 55 out of 100. Ouch. <laughs> so for me, I, I'd say I mostly agree with it. I'd probably end up giving it a little higher score with it. To me, my only real complaint, I think, is just the fighting style and some of the gameplay is a bit clunky. But I think I the storyline and I think the, the art, sound, music, everything is fantastic to me. So what score would you give it? You said higher. I don't know. I, I guess maybe <laughs> somewhere around of like seven, seven and a half, right? Ah, I think that's generous. <laughs> what about you, Liz? This is your pick. Well, I feel like I'm gonna be opposite of um, the Metascore and you guys like every week because we're opposite last week, opposite this week. I'm gonna go high. I, I was originally gonna go as high as eight point five, but wow. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give it an eight, <laughs> a solid eight. All right. Because. Like you guys said, the fighting was a little gnarly. It was a little rough. And, oh, it was also very glitchy. That was another huge annoyance for me. I remember I actually texted Andrew and I was like, I'm stuck in the floor. I've exited out of the game. I'm still stuck. What do I do? And it's something that I Googled and it happened a lot. And I remember looking over when Andrew was playing and there was a secretary sitting on top of another secretary yeah. and it was definitely a glitch. Oh yeah, I, I it came across numerous like people clipping into each other, people floating, uh, pies leaning like standing on their side, standing straight up, uh, plants floating in the air. I found a lot of bugs. Yeah, no, I I saw a lot of that stuff too. Definitely a lot of floating. One of the biggest I don't know if it's a glitch or not. I think I mentioned it to you actually, Andrew, but it drove me nuts was anytime I was doing quests while playing the game, my map would always continue to trail every single spot I needed to go through. So after doing three or four quests, I found my map was just littered with things. But if I exited out of the game and came back, it would clear out. So it was an inconvenience and I hated it, but I don't know that it was enough to really drive my score down to the five range so i mean it's, it's kind of understandable so this game came from compulsion studio which is a new studio they've only been around for 10 years and they've only done one other game besides we happy few which was contrast which was a playstation 4 exclusive which from what i saw i mean i never played it but from what i saw it that game got good reviews and it was an interesting like story and i think this company is really good at storytelling because i will say that is the thing i really liked about this game i thought the environment and the storytelling was really interesting i really wanted like that was the thing that was driving me to keep playing this game is the story and the environment because everything else in the game i thought was a complete drag (laughs) really i I thought that's i don't know i don't think it was a complete drag uh, see i i appreciate what this game was trying to do it had so many pieces to it. I just didn't think any of the pieces were fully thought out or utilized properly. Because you have a stealth mechanic, which I thought was very much reminiscent of the game Deus Ex, where it's like, oh, you need to get into this building. There's numerous ways you can get in and try to solve and figure that out. Or like how you're building your character is a way you can get in this building. But 
you could see they were trying to go with that, but it didn't work well. Because there was a couple times where I'm trying to sneak into a building and you could clearly see you could either go through the front door or there's a vent to the side. Okay, I guess I'll go to the vent. And your character can level up and get skills, but there was no benefit of the skills. The skills, to me, were literally to make the game less annoying. They weren't useful. I wasn't like, oh, sweet, I now have this ability. I was more like, oh, sweet, I have this ability. Now this really obnoxious part of this game is less obnoxious. Maybe I just didn't get into it as far as you did. I know you got a little further than I did, but I guess the skills weren't really that important from what I was seeing. I mostly just, I was just so engulfed in the story myself. I, to me, that was the biggest thing. I'm a big fan of alternate history. I think it's super interesting, and that's a lot of what this game drives off of. So to me, I, I just thought that was one of the best parts about it. And which I guess to give a quick uh, synopsis of this game, this game takes place uh, the late 1940s in an alternate reality where it's after World War II and the Americans never joined the Allies to fight the Germans. So Britain ends up losing to the Germans and this city of Wellington Wells decides to kind of revolt against the Germans. They do a bad thing as people always kind of refer it to. And because of this bad thing, there's repercussions in which it, the Germans take the young kids to Germany. And so you're playing this character, Arthur, who takes medications called Joy, which everyone in the city takes, which is supposed to force you to be happy. It's supposed to make you re uh, repress any bad memories. So everyone in the town forgets this terrible thing that they lost, that they lost all these children. And all these people are just ignorantly bliss about what happened in their history. But Arthur finds an old newspaper about his brother and he starts to remember that his brother was one of the kids taken. And so you go on this venture to try to get to your brother who left to Germany. And I think the premise of this game is also a good premise of what this game is as well. I felt like it's like how these people are taking joy where it's like, oh, all this terribleness is really great. But once that wonderfulness wears off, it's terrible and gross and grungy. And I think that's a great example of this game. <laughs> when I first started playing this, I'm like, oh, the environment's beautiful and the, everything's kind of cool. But then I just noticed all the frustrating bits of it and it really kind of annoyed me. Oh, well, I suppose to each their own. I want to hear more of your guys' thoughts because I have plenty to kind of rant on about this game. So, I mean, for me, like you said, I just, I, I love the the collecting aspect of it i know one of the things that you mentioned to me early on and i and i have to agree i don't like knowing or feeling like i might be missing out on part of the story i think i actually mentioned this on ashen i like games that yeah, make me because you had a you had to find the, the story was collectible like what was up with that well, well yeah and like you're finding collectibles of your memory it's like i want to know this story but i have to find it like no but i think they i think what they do a good job of and and I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but I think they force the highlights and the most important aspects of the story through your quest lines. So while there may be certain yes. side aspects of the story or details that maybe you don't fully understand without those side stories, I think all in all, they give you what you need. Which I agree with Keith in that I loved the exploration aspect and I love searching for things. I did feel like I was nervous I was going to miss something. So it's like I would have to go in all the buildings. And it actually took a really long time before my inventory was full. I remember when that happened and I was like, oh, crap. But then I realized I had like a bunch of like rotten potatoes and I was like, well, I can get rid of these. See, for me, the collecting was just so tedious and pointless. So you can kind of tell like a little bit with the collection. 
So this game was in early access for the longest time, and I'm pretty sure it was first pitched as a survival game because there's even achievement where you survive 100 days. So I think it originally was you're supposed to stay in this hatch, come out of the hatch to the decrepit part of the town where nobody's taking joy and it's just the slums, and you're trying to scavenge for food, whether it be rotten or fresh or anything like that, because you need, obviously, food and water to sustain your living. But this final product of the game, that's kind of all gotten rid of. So yeah, you're collecting all these rotten potatoes to give you a potential stamina boost for when you're running, which was really obnoxious because even when you have a stamina boost, you can only sprint like five feet and then you're out of breath. And a lot of the collecting was trying to collect trinkets to craft things, but I never, I never crafted anything. I crafted like a new suit because I needed it or people would get angry at you. And I crafted like... Oh, healing potions, and that's it. But I I agree with that because I remember making the healing bombs and gathering up like the flowers and stuff, and I thought it was a lot of fun. But then I ended up finding the healing bombs later on, and all of a sudden I had like fifteen because when you search something, I just hit X like take and collect all, all, yeah. And so I didn't even realize that I was collecting them at some point. Yeah. So I agree with you on that. So yeah, that's why that's like another one of the components where it's like, oh, this is an interesting thing. I just don't think it was fully utilized. Because I just felt like I was just gathering trash. And then the worst part, too. So when you're in, each, you're either in the good part of town or the slum part of town. And depending on what you're wearing is how people react to you. And the way people react to you is by beating the living tar out of you. <laughs> so if you're in the poor part of town, you have to have grungy clothes or they get mad at you and want to kill you. And if you're in the good part of the town, you want to wear proper clothes. So at one point, when you get to the proper part of the town, they give you a pair of good clothes... But then when I'm trying to get back to the bad part of town, I need to make my clothes bad. In order to do that, you need to find a rock. Okay, to find a rock, you figured, hey, I'm just going to look on the ground and find a rock. No, apparently rocks do not exist. I am scavenging everywhere on the ground and bureaus, and I can't find a rock. So my option is to literally run outside of town and avoid people because they're just going to kill me. See, I found me. the rocks at the beginning. At though. the beginning, but when I went back to the bad town, I couldn't find them anywhere. You'd think you would look in a rubble pile and find a rock. Nope. But why did you throw them all away? And why would you expect to just go running into someone's house and see a rock sitting up on their dresser? Do you keep rocks sitting well, up I, on your dresser? I figured I'd find a rock on the ground, and I can't find a rock on the ground. So see, that was just my issue. But if you collect everything, like at the beginning when you go to all the houses and everything, like I found so many random rocks. But it's like you really do have to take everything because you don't know what you're going to need. And there are some things that I don't know if I just didn't get further enough in the game, but it was like, I found like 50 empty bottles. And I was like, am I supposed to keep these? It says you can craft them. Yeah. But I was like, I never ended up finding anything to craft them yeah. with. Yeah. So, like, that's what I mean. I don't think the crafting system is fully utilized. Because, yeah, you're getting canteens, too, to fill up with water. But it's like, okay, I don't really need to drink water. Every once in a while, you'll get a debuff of being thirsty and your stamina goes down a little bit. But it's like your stamina only lasts... Two seconds anyway. Which I think the stamina was way better than the last game, Ashen. Oh, I, no. <laughs> I don't think you really had to run that much. Like, I, you were going fast enough that you didn't need to. And then with the fighting, it was so much easier to block in this game and to back away that, yeah, you take a couple of swings and then you'd block it and you were fine. Oh, I hated the fighting in I this game. I thought the stamina was way better. I thought the fighting was so much worse in this game than Ashen. That's... The only oh, thing that really drew me away from the game. I think they were about equal. No. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually hated the fighting more in Ashen than in this game. I much prefer fighting in We Happy Well, Fame. I 
I mean, for one, I disagree. Yeah, you, you talk, Keith, because I have plenty to say about how bad. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go quick on this then. Uh, big for me was you can't lock on in this game, which is brutal. the The blocking is not that great. You don't really know what you're hitting. Maybe it required a little more skill, but yeah, it just didn't feel right to me. I loved every aspect of the game, but the fighting, and I stand by that. For me, the fighting was the worst thing about this game. Like, I remember, so at the beginning, you kind of go to this arena, and it kind of is just a tutorial on the fighting. And, which once again, that was another thing where I felt like they were trying to go with a different direction of it, but then it was just thrown by the wayside. Because when you get to that arena, they go, hey, here's two weapons. One is a padded club that'll knock someone unconscious, and a pointed stick, which will kill the person. So you're kind of picking like, oh, okay, so there's gonna be kind of a morality to this game. So I went with the padded stack because the guy I was fighting is someone your character knows. So it's like, all right, whatever. I just don't want to be a douche and kill this guy. So I, I went with the padded stick. And so like I'm saying, the stamina only lasts like two seconds when you run. So you're swinging the stick at this person, but most NPCs block, which does no damage. So then it's like, okay, you have to push the NPC down to break their defense. In order to push them, you have to push them twice because pushing them once does nothing. You push them twice and they fall on the ground, but pushing them twice takes about two-thirds of your stamina, so you have one, like, well, you can basically do one swing at the guy. So it's this tedious back and forth. So cool. The guy's on the ground, I hit him once, now I'm just going to go defense till my stamina's back up again, push twice, hit him once, and that's it. Rinse and repeat. But you don't have to run when you're fighting. When you were in the arena, like, I didn't have to run at all. And you with don't. the pushing, you don't have to push them twice in a row. They just want to teach you how to do that. So I did that Any fight like, I got into, they always blocked. You, your option you have to do is pushing them. So, and that's only fighting one guy. If there's two guys, you're, you're screwed. Well, like <laughs> that arena thing that, that you're talking about, I did the pointy stick, and it ended up breaking. And I don't know if it's because... Oh, yeah, the padded stick broke, too. And like oh, no okay. Time. That's the only time that I died is when the two women came out. And then, but there was no repercussions for me dying. Nothing was lost. No, and there's also no repercussions of, of killing anybody either. See, I didn't have, I didn't have that issue of my bre- weapons breaking when I was in that fight at all. I got through both of them just fine. I don't, I don't even think the fighting is really that hard because even for the most part, if you need a healing bomb, the NPCs they fight so slowly, you can back up and heal at pretty much yeah. any point. So as gross as the fighting style is in the game. It's still mostly manageable, and it's just something that I overlook in the grand scheme of it. It also doesn't take... It takes, like, two or three hits to get you to death, too, which is kind of frustrating. Yeah, there's some skills you can do to kind of increase your health, but I just felt like it was, like, four or five hits, and you're bleeding out and dying, and it's just like, okay. But blocking is so much easier. I feel like in Ashen... One hit from another person would almost kill you. And then the swing was so slow. In this, you it's so much easier to block. And I feel like you have more power with your hits. It's not like 20 hits to the enemy and they finally go down with one hit to you and you're you're dead. So I thought it was way better. I kind of don't get your complaint with it. Ah, uh, no. Okay. Because also, too, with a lot of this complaint complaints, too, is generally when you're fighting more than one person, which is 95% of the time. Because this is like the big annoyance I had with this game too as well. Is the NPCs, they're get, they get angry at you for no reason. And like they don't even know why they're angry at you. So like I said, if you go to a part of town and you're not wearing the proper clothes, they first look at you and they kind of have this like meter, like this detection meter. 
And once it fills up, that NPC is going to fight you. And then if there's any other NPCs that are watching this, they, for whatever reason, hate you. They don't know why they hate you. They just hate you. So then your options are to run. And so as you're running through the town, every NPC you're passing is also hating you. So you literally have a mob of 40 people behind you because you're wearing the wrong clothes or because it's like some other trivial dumb thing. Like if you're jumping, like just jumping in town, people do not like that. This is what I mean about like the skills were just to make the game less annoying. If you run in town, people don't like you. You jump in town, people don't like you. If you go out at night, people don't like you. Not wearing the right clothes, people don't like you. Well, when it comes to the clothes, you're going through certain areas where people don't have enough food to get by. And you see a rich guy who they probably, I don't know if they're assuming that you're taking the joy, but a lot of the people in town got bad batches of joy or stopped working for them. And they're angry about it, you know? And then they see a rich guy walking by who clearly looks like he has everything. I mean, this is like dark times in this game. And I'm not obviously justifying it. But I'm just saying I can understand why people are suspicious of you if you're going through a poor town and you're like, nice suit. But does that mean you want to mob them? Because also, too, when you're in the good part of town, they're saying like, oh, we don't like you jumping around because you look like a lunatic. But when you're walking around... Everybody's jumping around. There's people literally jumping in puddles because they're high off this joy. But for whatever reason, if I jump around, everyone gets mad at me and wants to kill me. Well, don't forget there is a skill that you can unlock that allows you to jump and run and do all of these things, and it doesn't bother exactly. people. Exactly. So it makes the game less annoying. I don't think it makes it less annoying. I think it's just part of the game. It's part of the progression of it. You could say that about a lot of games that include a lot of skill progression that, okay, now I have the skill. I can do this part a lot easier. Does it make it less annoying? Sure, but I don't think it ruins a game. That's what skill progression is in a game. It's Yes, you're getting a skill. Being able to jump in public is not a skill. Being able to knock someone out from a distance or to be able to like stealth without being detected, that's a skill. Being able to jump in public is not a skill. That's something that makes the game less annoying because the map is also the huge. The whole thing about this game is, is it's huge. about it, – obviously it's not teaching you social skills, but there's a social aspect of this game. And they hint a lot. I, I get that. And I, I get like they're trying to get with this like environment. And I appreciate of that. I appreciate it of this game. But when the map is so big and they're giving you a quest that's like a mile across the other end of town, I want to sprint there. I want to get there sooner than later. I don't want to walk at a leisurely stroll so people don't kill me. Like that's just a So get the skill that allows you to sprint and then sprint all I you want. So why are you complaining? I did, but once once I got that skill, I also felt like other the other skills I do not care to get because it's like there's some for like combat where it's like oh you know you have more health. I avoid combat. I just run away because it's super easy to run away, go around a corner and sit on a bench, and then everyone ignores you, and then everyone acts like nothing. I mean, happened. I just run away anyways. Like, oh, this guy murdered half the town or something, but we don't see him anymore. He's sitting on a bench. Everything's perfectly fine. It's kind of a funny addition where like if you sit down, nobody notices you. I think that's great. Uh, yeah, but that's that's <laughs> literally how you get away. Well, so you go around a corner and sit on. That's a bench. another thing I love about this game, and I don't know if it was just me or if you guys picked up on all that. I mean, obviously. There was a lot of humor thrown in throughout the game, a lot of jokes and things. Yeah. Oh, but I love for, humor. But I, again, what I don't know if you noticed that I picked up on at least, because I've always just been a huge fan of Monty Python and the Holy Grail, was at least there was at least two distinct references I noticed to that game or to that movie within the game. And I don't know if you picked up on them. I might have. 
I think I did at the time, but I can't think of it so, right now. So occasionally, when when you knock someone out or kill them as Arthur, one of his lines, he'll go, he'll look at them and go, and now we see the violence inherent in the system. And so oh, that yeah. one was really good. And uh, there was definitely at least a couple of reference to anarcho capitalism. So it seems like their favorite scene. Again, I'm sorry for everyone out there if you're not Monty Python fans, um, but the scene where they come up on all of the peasants who are just scooping mud into a pile. And they're trying to figure out the kids. Yeah, exactly. So it, it, to me, that was just hilarious, and I loved it. If if you're not familiar with the scene and you're going to play this game, just just go look up Monty Python clips and then play this game because you'll, you'll find yeah. a lot of additional humor, I think. Well, they're going to be watching a lot of Mighty Python clips because Mighty Python has gone through like you, you can't just tell them to watch any Mighty Python clip and they'll get it in this game. Holy Grail. Monty Python and the Quest for the Holy Grail <laughs> in particular is every reference that I picked up on at least. I haven't seen that in so long. You're making me want to watch it because I didn't get any of the references. Oh, gosh. I, I recommend it anytime you can. And I mean, I think that's what's, that, that is what I praise this game about. I think this game did a fantastic job with its world building. I think they did a fantastic job with the characters, the character developments. I loved everything about this world. I just think all the pieces that they try to implement just did not work. Because like you can even tell like where they got some of their ideas for like some of the aspects. Like I said, you can kind of tell like they had the multiple approach to missions aspect from Deus Ex. You also could tell they had a lot of the world environment is based off the game Bioshock. I mean, there's even achievement that's an homage to Bioshock. None of it was cohesive enough that it it made a well-formed game. It was just incredibly buggy and just I didn't think it was that enjoyable. For me, I thought I just wanted to end. Considering that this is the second game they've done, is that what you said earlier? Yeah. Second game, and it was a Kickstarter, and I I feel like it was way better than you give it credit for. I mean, if you look at the art alone in it and the story, and I just felt like it was so fun. Like I wanted to know what the history was. I wanted to know yes. what was going to happen. And, and like that's what drove me is the story. Even the music was really good. It the was creepy music. Like like there's there's moments that I thought the game really shined. Like there was like a moment where you end up going underground and you find these weird roller coaster tea kettles called jubilators which i thought was hilarious when you get in one because it plays this like upbeat hippie like beatles kind of music and you're just like going around sucking up garbage in this like tram but then like that moment i was like oh this is really funny and cool but then as soon as that part ends you end up fighting one of the jubilators as like a boss I wouldn't even call it a boss because you literally throw one grenade at it and it dies. And it's like, okay, I, do, I don't get what was, where they were going with that point of the game. But I guess I don't understand your score being so low compared to the other podcast that we did where the skill points um, or like the skill that you develop is like nothing. The health and the stamina, it was still garbage. And this story is a thousand times better. There's a thousand more times more effort into the story and even like the art is better. I just don't understand how you gave the last game such a high score. And this one, which I just like, all the things that you're complaining about was way better than the last game. The art in this game, I thought went to good to really bad. When you look at around kind of the, when you're inside the town, it looks good. The streets are kind of cool. They have this nice neon color. There's a lot of cool neon lights. The character designs are really cool. But then when you kind of really focus on it, it's really bad. Because there's only like th four different models of NPCs. You have the Bobbies, 
You have the one old granny. Every old granny looks the same. You have two male models, basically, and then you have like two or three female models. But there's no kid models. There's no animals. And then when you get outside of town to like the nature parts, it is ugly. Like the trees are super ugly. It's either open and barren. And then when you look at the coast, the coast is just like a copy and paste of like a sheer rock cliff, no clouds, no waves, nothing. It's just really bland looking. So there's parts of the game where I thought it looked really good. But then when you get to like the scenery and stuff, I thought it looked gross. All the bad guys in Ashen look the same though. Yeah. At but, least you had different But it had different art style with that game. To a certain degree, I mean. But like Ashen had like a specific art style and I thought it was cohesive throughout the entire game. This game, I think, like I said, the art style is nice in the city, but they did not do any effort, I think, outside of the cities. Yeah. And I could never figure out where I was. Like, if I generally play a game and you're in a city, you're like, oh, cool, I'm in this district of the city, or I'm over here. I'll be walking down the city, and it's all of a sudden like, oh, you entered new homes. And it's like, I couldn't tell you. It looks exactly the same as See, I the didn't past have that problem because I would just look at the map. and yeah, If you look at the map. But if you're wandering around and you're trying to get your bearings as to where you are in the city, there's no way. There's nothing distinct between any parts of the cities. You know if you're in the good city or in the bad city because the bad city's a bunch of decrepit houses. And the good city actually has people and the streets are nice. See, I feel like I'm talking way too much on this because I have I have a lot of like bad points to say on this. I mean, it's you got a lot to say, but I think you're focusing on just like minor details, and and well, I'm not necessarily disagreeing with you that I don't. Maybe I've rated it too high. I don't know. I'm not. I don't. That's not even that important. What I do think is you're kind of taking a couple minor details, in my opinion, and just making it to be a bad game as a result. I don't think the How's game was built on being a battle the game. Gameplay and how the game looks—that that is that is the game. Well, <laughs> how is that? Minor? No, you're saying it's very generic, or at least it doesn't change much. I think the quality of what they did is amazing. I think again, it's about the storyline in this game. It's it's all yeah. about yeah. the story and the development, and I think they did a fantastic job telling the story. And for that, I just I'm not going to sit here and criticize. Well, that exactly. I fully, Every now and then, I, I walk by and there's it, a guy floating. It is original. It is. Well, the story is original. Yeah, Every, exactly. Everything else about the game though is copied from something else, and I don't think they copied it well. Is what I'm complaining about. Oh, see, I don't know much about other games being new, but the story itself just seemed really original to me. That's why I, that's why I picked it because I thought it looked like it had an amazing story and I love the art style of it, but yeah. And I mean, and that's what I'm like kind of, kind of going with a lot of this, this game, I, I do not care for, but I am really looking forward to the sequel because I see too. So Microsoft bought the studio. Microsoft really liked where they were going with this and Microsoft bought the studio, which I fully agree with. If I was Microsoft, I would have done the same thing. I think the people there are talented. They obviously are very good storytellers. I just don't think they have the resources to create this big of a game. Because their last game, Contrast, it was mostly 2D. There was moments where it was 3D or like a little girl running in the streets. But when it's 2D, you're, you're playing this character who jumps on shadows. So it's mostly 2D. So like that's a simple game. This game was obviously much bigger and a lot more complex and I think they just fell short but now that Microsoft owns them I think they could get the resources and the talent and that's why I'm looking forward to the sequel of this game or at least another game in this universe 
I think our opinions are are really reflective of the user score too because I feel like for the users that rated it, it was very hit or miss. Like I saw a lot of people who were giving it a 10 and I saw a lot of people who were like, this game is terrible. And I feel like maybe, I mean, because I am new at video games and I loved it, maybe there's something that it's like kind of easy for people who are new to it. I'm not sure, but... Possibly, and I, I think that's what it is. Like this game, at least, like I said, it does have its story that makes you really compels you to keep going with this game. For me, I was just I was ready to be done. That's why I, the past couple hours, I've just been sprinting. Even when you're into like a laboratory where you're supposed to be sneaking around, I'm like, nope, I just want to be done with this. I just want to know the story. I want to know where this is going. So I'm just like quickly been going through everything. I'm ignoring the side quests because I don't care to gain any of the skill points for any of the other skills. I have the ones that let me run in town. I'm happy with that. So I'm, I'm happy. Like, I just want to know where the story is going. See, I liked that I never felt lost. Even with the side quests, um, with the map and everything, like, it was so easy to navigate and to figure out what you have to do. And I really enjoyed that about it. But I also did find myself, um, what you were talking about with the stealth and, like, just running through... I would get impatient, like, throwing the bottles, waiting for them to move over, yeah. doing the chokehold. If there's five guys, I would do that. But otherwise, I was like, okay, this is taking too long. I'm just going to knock them out. <laughs> but, like, yeah, I got a little Yeah, no, I would it. just quickly run and, run and grab the thing. They'd get mad at me, but I would just go around a quarter, sit on a bench, and they would completely forget about me. <laughs> so it's like, okay, cool. That took five seconds instead of, like, trying to knock people out one by one. And then here's a complaint. I'm sure both of you will probably agree with me. But the loading times were absolutely unforgiving. I thought it was like our internet or something. No. It drove me nuts because it would, it would the loading to get to the game felt an attorney. And yes. then when you hit like continue game, oh it would my load again. word. And then if you died, it took like two minutes to load. If you would like run through the town, it would try to load the other part of town, which would take like another two minutes. The loading was just. I thought that was just me. No. I'm glad you said. I only agree with that on the initial load. I found the initial load to be a bit long. But between there, everything seemed pretty reasonable to me. Oh, see, so yeah, I, I struggled with that. I was like, should I go make a sandwich or something? Come back? <laughs> yeah. And then for the other part for me, so as a big achievement hunter too, I didn't care for too many of these achievements either. Uh, some of them were kind of nice because, like I said, some of them were like had nice nods and there were a bit of homages. Like they had one where you had to kill a scientist named Ryan Andrews which was a reference to Bioshock because the villain of Bioshock was Andrew Ryan. And even then, it, the achievement was called Shocking Biology. So like they, you could tell where they were kind of going with some of the achievements. But most of them were story-driven. I didn't care for any of the achievements because none of them made me try anything unique. One of them is to survive 100 days, which I think shows to where this game originally was trying to be a survival game. Because now all you have to do is just keep sleeping in a bed for 100 days. <laughs> Like that, that only just like is a little time consuming, but that's it. I do kind of think that you're talking about the survival aspect. I actually think it would have been cool if there was more of that, because I do feel like once you get past the like the initial beginning of the game, it's actually really easy to find food, to find beds, the I the water. Like you were never thirsty, so I feel like it would actually be cool if you did have to focus more on that stuff. Well, to that point, even where Andrew was saying, you know, maybe some like a second version of the game or something in the same universe. Honestly, I'd be happy with just that, a, an expansion that allowed me to have more of like an actual survival mode rather than a storyline mode. I think that would actually add a lot of fun to the game. 
I, I think so many of the components in this game are just so broken that I think a survival mode would just be tedious and frustrating. I think you're just all hopped up on Haterade. I personally just think you just hate on the game so hard that that's all it is. You said there was going to be a second one? A second? We have no, I'm sure there's going to be a second one. Because, I mean, if not, I'm still excited for what this studio will do. And I think that's why Microsoft bought them. Because I think they do have a lot of good storytellers. And I'm excited for what they do next. It's just this game itself is pretty broken. Because there's too many bugs. This game was in early access for the longest time. I don't get how a game is in early access for so long. Even after Microsoft bought them. And they're still... Just so many bugs. That's that's really but my some biggest of them were, complaint. Or game stopping too, like Liz being stuck in a floor. Yeah, I also don't like that when you hit save, it didn't save like the time of day and stuff. And sometimes it would. I mean, I have all the inventory, but I was like, I feel like it sent me way too far back. And it only happened like once or twice that it did that. And the other saves, it just didn't do the time of day. But I thought that was frustrating. It's like, oh, I have to go to like two more places now. And so I thought that was kind of a little weird. I do just really love the exploration of the game. I did at first, but after I felt like I was just collecting the same garbage to craft things that I don't want, I didn't care about exploring anymore. I never felt like there was a awesome item I got for completing the side quest. I feel like you should have been able to craft more items. At the beginning, you had to you had to craft things. Like, you had the bobby pins that would make stuff, but then you would just find the crafted items later. But I think that would have really helped the game have more useful things to craft. Yeah, I think all in all, there were some missing pieces. But I just like that it was chill, too. Like, and that kind of goes in with the exploration. I mean, I don't Being know if it was anything but chill. Games, I didn't feel like I had to rush around and do something i didn't really feel like i don't know i just didn't feel like it was that extreme i don't know i i felt like it wasn't always that chill just because everywhere you went you had to worry about what you're doing but that was something that i liked about the game because i think liz you kind of started to allude to this earlier but the game gives you a lot of hints sure it doesn't always give you a lot of time to react I know for myself, after the the club incident, I walked out into the streets wearing a rubber cat suit, and people did not take kindly to that. Didn't give me a lot of chance to even change before they started attacking me, but honestly, it was an easy reset. I ran back, I jumped in my hatch, changed, and everything was good to go. I, I think a lot of the inconveniences, at least for me, that Andrew has are just inconveniences, but I agree to disagree. There were some things that I thought were strange too, where at one point you go into the church and you're running from the mob. And then when you're on your way out and you're, you tore your suit and everything, everyone knows that it's still you and that you tore your suit, but the mob just disperses. That's what I mean. That's, that was kind of my complaint with so, the NBCs. So yeah, I do kind of, I just very dumb. thought of that situation and I was like, oh yeah, that is kind of silly. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. I, I just, this game has a lot of parts. I just don't think any of them were fully utilized except for the story. Story is the only, I think, shining light on this game. So, with a game like this, it is a full-priced game. It is $60. Would you guys recommend this game for $60? No. What would you recommend it at? If you gave this game to me somewhere between 20 and 30 maybe. But the 30 range would have to come with a good recommendation from a friend. If you get rid of the bugs and stuff, because that's, for me, the reason why I think 60 is outrageous is because there are so many flipping bugs in this game. If you get rid of that, and you, like make things just a little bit a little bit better like you you like i don't know i would give it 
$40? If you get rid of the bugs and you clean it up a little bit. But I think 60 with like the state that it's in now is absurd. I would do... Oh dear. <laughs> I, I was going to say 10 but I feel like that is very low. I would probably say 20 bucks if I didn't care if that friend hated me afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's a little weird. Because like I said, this game this game isn't the worst game I've played. There's just, its story is really interesting and the environment is really nice. But yeah, for 60 bucks, I think it was, a, it's a bit, it's a bit much. But luckily for you, you don't have to pay 60 bucks because it's on Game Pass, because Microsoft now owns the studio. I would say at least give it a try on Game Pass, because its story is quite interesting. And some people love it, some hate it. You know? Yeah, I feel like we're we're all pretty split <laughs> on this one. Well, like I said earlier, the user reviews are the same thing. People loved it or hated it. So yeah. I just have to point this out. Speaking of user reviews, because this was one of the first things I noticed, and I know it doesn't matter that much at this point, but Google users apparently gave this a ninety-two percent like rating. So apparently, Whoa! Google is <laughs> all about this game. So you're saying like people who probably use iPhones hate this game? I don't know what that's supposed to mean. I don't know either. <laughs> well, Google users usually have Android phones. I don't know. I use a lot of Google, and I'm on iPhone, so... Yeah, but are you a Google user? I don't know. <laughs> well, I like this right. game, so if I'm a Google user, you can count me as part of that 92%. How about that? Sure, you got it. All right, well, there you have it. So we all, all seem pretty divided on this game, you know, some more than others and <laughs> our score rating here. But overall, I'd say, you know, I'd give this game a try. For me, like, I, I think it was worth it. Yeah. Me too. I, I'm on board with that. I think the biggest thing is if you're here, if you're listening to us and you've got Game Pass, I would say I definitely like, think this game is worth a try. If, you've, if you're here listening to us, you've probably got Game Pass. And if you've got Game Pass, definitely give it a try because it's at the very least worth the storyline, in my opinion. Yeah, I'd say so too. All right, well, this has been Game Pass Grab Bag. I've been your host, Andrew, the hardcore gamer. And I'm Keith, your resident experienced gamer. And Liz the Noob. Uh, you can follow us on Podbeam at Game Pass Grab Bag, and we're also on Twitter at GPGB. Nice, nice. And also, if you'd like to write in, give us some of your ideas, you can write to us at Game Pass Grab Bag at gmail.com. And if you do play the game, Tweet us and let us know who you agree with. Uh, you can follow me on Xbox Live at Firebird01844. I stream mostly on Mixer. I uh, generally will be streaming games that I'm playing that we're going to be reviewing next, which next week we will be doing Tomb Raider Definitive Edition. You can find me on Xbox at Lil Fluffy, L-I-L, Fluffy. And I'm also streaming most one nights. Word. Yeah, it's all one word. I think they got that. <laughs> and no, because you, you're spelling Lil, and then you're saying Fluffy. I would assume that was two words. I don't think it really matters, though. You can search it one word or two, <laughs> can't you? You can have a space, yeah. But can you not find me if there's a space? If you search with this, I mean, there might be there might be a Lil Space Fluffy out there, and you might be advertising for that guy. Who knew this could be so complicated? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, well, it's a little fluffy, and if you can't figure that out, well, you can find it on our description in the podcast. How about that? And I'm come on, I'm Dean, but I don't stream. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, this will do it for us. I hope you all have a wonderful day. See you day. next week. Bye. <laughs>